This is Total Retail Tech Insights. The content retail executives need to optimize their use of technology throughout their organizations. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Total Retail Tech Insights. I'm Joe Keenan, Editor-in-Chief of Total Retail. I am joined on today's episode by Vikas Aran, the Vice President of Omnichannel Solutions at Radial, as well as Dave Rossler, Director of Payment Operations at Radial. Thanks for joining me today, Vikas and Dave. Hi, Joe. Hey, Joe. It's, it's fantastic to be with you. So to get us started on the, today's show, why don't the, the two of you tell us a little bit, uh, our audience, a little bit about Radial, including the solutions it provides from the order to the payment to streamline the process for retailers while also providing a seamless customer experience. Hey, Joe, this is Vikas here. Maybe I'll get started and Dave will, um, I'm sure, add to it. But... Um, you know, I'm glad that you're starting with this question because it's frankly um, a key part of why I joined Radial, which is almost six months now, uh, on uh, what Radial does and why it really excited me to, to be here. Uh, so Radial, uh, for folks who don't know, is really at the center of, uh, center of all things, what we call order operations, which is managing all aspects of a customer order be it from, you know, from the time it's actually uh, created um, to the time it's fulfilled, returned, or serviced, right? So we manage this entire order life cycle end-to-end, and we've got solutions and uh, services during the course of that order life cycle that our customers uh, uh, leverage us for. Um, Specifically, um, you know, our fulfillment operations, which is we've got uh, within the United States now uh, 26 distribution centers, fulfillment centers that uh, we use to, for lack of, you know, better, better words, kind of pick back and ship our customer orders. Uh, we have our transportation and return solution where we actually have uh, the orders delivered to our uh, clients uh, from our fulfillment centers or from, um, from retail stores. Uh, our customer care uh, business is really used uh, to cultivate, engage, and serve our customers. Um, you know, we have a marketplace and, and drop shipment um, business where we're really helping our clients establish connection between retailers and brands and suppliers. So it's um, if a customer wants to um, use our offering to drop ship uh, an order from, um, you know, 15,000 odd suppliers that we have on our platform, they would use our technology. And then, of course, our payments and fraud uh, side of the business, which I'm sure they will uh, be more than happy to expand upon. Dave? Thanks, Lucas. Yeah, Dave Rossler, uh, Payment Operations. So in addition to what Vikas added uh, in specific to payments, uh, we offer you know, multiple payment types, wallets, uh, alternative payment methods, APMs, um, and, and these can be driven from both radial uh, or our customer based on you know, client business decisions or even through radial's proactive uh, consulting. Uh, you know, we keep our eyes and ears open in what's going on in the payment world um, so we're, we're always up to speed on the, the latest and greatest uh, methods to pay. Um, adding to that, additionally, after the payment, Radial manages chargebacks and fraud, 
uh, fraud prevention, and, and as well as that, we provide a, a financial reconciliation service, uh, which ties all your orders to all your payments. Uh, we're able to wrap that all up and put a bow on it and hand it over to our clients. Uh, services like these, if you're trying to incorporate them in-house, can usually require uh, you know, multiple teams for each. Uh, so radio being able to offer that managed service uh, you know, really helps us to, to provide that streamlined process to our clients. Yeah, thank you, uh, both Dave and Vikasa. It provides a really good overview and some context for our audience in terms of radials, different services and solutions that it offers. I want to follow up with a specific question about order management and uh, radials order management system. Can you tell us a little bit about what uh, is unique to radials order management system, Vikas? So, Joe, before I answer that question, if I may just extend on the previous uh, um, question that you had, because I think it'll actually lean into uh, to your to your current question. You know, I talked about the different business uh, solutions that we offer to the market. You know, drop shipment, fulfillment, delivery returns, customer care, and payments and fraud protection. Our omnichannel technology is at the center of it all. Uh, everything is connected through the omnichannel technology that, that we provide today. And that combination is where we are really very well positioned in terms of delivering customer choice, customer convenience, and customer care on the back of our operations and technology infrastructure. So that's how we really come together. And when I talk about omnichannel technology, specifically to your other question about unique radio, uh, what's unique about radio automation system, the core of that omnichannel technology is our order management system. Now, I don't know if uh, you know uh, you know of my background, but I have been in the order management space for the last twenty years. Now, before Radial, I was with a company called Aptos, where I was uh, head of product for all the commerce applications that included point of sale, order management, um, um, e-commerce. There's payments and sales audit. Uh, before Aptos, I was with a company called Manhattan Associates for 10 years, uh, where I saw the auto management application shape up from the very, very beginning. Um, so I've seen some OMS systems uh, in my, uh, during my career. I think the three things that really stand radial out uh, is number one, radial's credibility. Um, our difference starts with our focus on, like I said, our customer order operations. Radial is the only company that practices what it preaches. Um, we have built our OMS technology with decades of operational experience and fulfillment, customer service, you know, payments. Um, to put it maybe a different way, we are the only company that has technology users on its payroll, right? We use what we sell. Our entire business is dependent on the reliability of, of our OMS application. If the orders don't flow into the warehouse at the right time, uh, we cannot afford that, unlike a technology vendor who just sells technology and let others manage the operation side of it. Yeah. Um, so no other vendor to me can provide that level of credibility. We are real, as they say, right? So that to me is number one uh, factor, number one, uh, difference as I would um, put for radial OMS system. The second is the solution breadth and depth. You know, we are known for our ful fulfillment business, but we were pioneers in store fulfillment and drop shipment technology. 
Um, our largest client has 3,000 plus stores that we fulfill from. We've got 15,000 dropshippers on our network. And our payment and fraud application, as Dave would talk about, is better than any in the market. Uh, our customer service technology supports complex user requirements. Our best kept secret actually is our analytics and reporting platform. That's a goldmine of real world data and insights. So the solution breadth and depth is the second difference I would say. And the, the third, but the most important is the fantastic team. I have been impressed with the team that we have at Radio, uh, the experience that we have. And I think to that uh, you know, extent, like Radial is one of the best position to be able to offer this kind of technology and operations. It's a long answer, but that's, that's really why I'm so bullish about Radial. That's the reason why I joined Radial. And I think that's what I would say is unique about Radial's auto management and broader omnichannel technology. Yeah, and you gave a, a great insight and a little bit into your uh, expertise in this area and your career with some background information. So uh, obviously, uh, particularly well-suited to answer such a question and, and talk a little bit about, what, again, what's unique about Radial's OMS versus some others that are out there in the marketplace, which leads me into a, a follow-up question. And this one uh, for you, Dave, in terms of, I'm going to ask the same of you except in your specific area of expertise, payments. Talk a little bit about uh, Radial's payment solution and what's unique about that. Sure, so uh, where I would start is taking a look at how Radial's classified within the payment space. Uh, and, and we're designated by the brands as a payment facilitator. Uh, this allows us to, to do more than what a traditional acquirer can generally provide. Um, and so with a typical acquirer, you'll have your uh, fraud offering with a, a list of rules, uh, how things can be managed, uh, and, and each transaction can be treated based on these rules, where in radio with fraud, we have a team that can customize pre-auth, we can do manual reviews if needed, and we take a look at the data constantly uh, throughout the day, the week, the month, uh, and we report back to our clients, making updates with them and really managing that fraud solution to where we will fully indemnify them from fraud. Uh, and, and really that, that just showcases the amount of trust uh, and experience we have in, in, on the fraud side of things. Um, again, being a, being a payment facilitator in the payment space, uh, payment facilitators generally classify as technology partners here. And, and, and the, the nice thing about that is that we can quickly enable products or services as needed. Um, there, there are a million shows out there, and there are plenty of shiny objects at these shows, uh, and, our, and our clients are going to them, and they're interested in how they can increase conversions, how they can retain their customers, um, and, and just all in all, grow their business. Radial has the ability to integrate and incorporate these, these new ideas, these new technologies uh, as soon as they're launched, if the customer of ours decides to, that they want to go forward with them. Uh, and, I, and I think that's really what makes us unique uh, in the payment space and the fraud space versus your traditional large acquirers out there that uh, just really have a, a box set of solutions, uh, which doesn't mean that they're necessarily bad. Uh, it's the ability that Radio has to be flexible uh, and to quickly assemble teams to, to enable the new technology that's, that's coming out. 
So looking at this more from a holistic perspective, and we talk about omni-channel technology and uh, systems really being able to need to be, and you just mentioned it, Dave, integrated together to provide that seamless experience uh, across all these different touch points that the customer is having with a retailer or a brand. Uh, Leads into this next question in terms of, you've each talked uh, in-depthly about you know, the OMS at Radial, also your payment solutions. I'm interested then about how these systems work together to provide that omni-channel seamless experience that really is the end goal for so many. So this is Dave. I, I would defer to Vikas, uh, given that you know, our, our uh, order management system fulfillment uh, is, is really the, the gold standard. Payments plays a, an important vital role there. Uh, so again, Vikas, I would, I would lean on you with this one. Yeah, no, thanks, Dave. Uh, I would actually, again, just start with the previous question, which is you asked about what's unique about Radial's payment solution. Um, and your next question was, how do they work together? I would say what's unique about Radial's payment solution is its ability to work in conjunction with our omnichannel technology platform. That's unique. And that's very hard um, thing to do especially given everything that's happening in the payments landscape uh, out there. Uh, so that's also a unique proposition. I wanted to kind of emphasize that. Um, how do they work together? Like I said, we manage all aspects of a customer order. And trust me, there's just a lot that goes through before that order shows up uh, to the customer's door. And there's more and more and more happening um, in terms of making sure that the order is delivered on time uh, to the right place. I mean, we don't see all the exceptions that could happen to an order, uh, depending on, on, on the order uh, that the customer has placed. Somebody needs to manage those exceptions. Somebody needs to manage those workflows, those alternate routes that an order can take before it actually uh, makes its way into customer's hand. And payment is such an integral part of that. From the time it's just putting a hold on the card, you know, authorized, to the time it's um, it's shipped, wherein we need to capture against that authorization. You know, what if there are multiple shipments? Uh, how do you uh, do that capture? You know, how do you capture multiple times? Uh, what if the order is delayed and the auth is no longer valid? How do you re-auth an order so that you're not shipping an order without having uh, the knowledge and the confidence that you'll be able to capture against that. Um, what if you're doing use cases uh, such as um, generally called ship to store, uh, wherein you place an order, you know, the order is shipped from a warehouse on another store to a different store for pickup. When do you actually charge the customer? Should it be charged as soon as the order is shipped from the warehouse? or should it be actually uh, charged and funds collected after the customer has picked up? You know, different clients have different needs and order management needs to work to manage all those different nuances of payment as the order moves through its, uh, uh, moves through its, its uh, life cycle. Um, you know, with the, with the blend of stores and e-commerce wherein, you know, the simple act of picking up an order um, what if a customer wants to add another line item to an order at the time of pickup? Now, should the payment be a store payment or should it be an online payment? 
in the payment world, we use this card present and card not present uh, terminology. Uh, the different processors should it be a card present transaction or card not present transaction. There's a lot that goes into the simple act of paying for an order uh, on the side of a brand or a retailer. That frankly, if they if order management and payment solutions don't work really closely with each other, you'll always have these gaps wherein it'll become harder and harder for you to manage. So one of the things that we're seeing more and more of uh, is that retailers are offering various payment options. Dave, you touched on this, APMs uh, such as buy now, pay later. Um, leads into my question in terms of what are you hearing in terms of the biggest pain points that retailers are having with right now, having right now, and you know how can radio potentially help address some of those challenges? Yep. So to start, I, I don't know if it's necessarily a pain point with payments, really, but maybe more so a pain point in understanding our customers. So the question: Who shops at my store? And if you you think about this, uh, in in the absence of of a loyalty program, maybe. How are, how are you determining this? I, I, I know there's, there's probably some stereotypical uh, assumptions about who's walking into each of these retailers out there, but it's the data that is really going to start to tell you who your customer base is. Uh, you know, for example, uh, you, you, could, you could tie in uh, high Amex use at your store, meaning higher than norm, uh, with a more affluent shopper. Amex shoppers tend to spend 20% more uh, on an order than traditional shoppers. Um, and sometimes they're tied to, uh, you know, uh, older adults. While we may be able to determine that from higher debit card use, uh, it could be attributable to younger shoppers because uh, what we're seeing out there is they have an aversion to debt. The, the Card Act uh, is almost over 10 years old now. Uh, it, it made it more difficult to get credit before you were 21. Uh, so it takes credit to get credit, right? So where the buy now, pay laters come in, your, your Klarna's, your Afterpays, PayPal's, you know, you, you can start doing these installment payments when you're 18 years old. Um, you know, MasterCard just, you know, recently I, I saw an article uh, within the last couple of days that they're jumping into what they're, they're branding as installments. So what really also starts when you're 18 is, is habits and getting accustomed to the way we pay for our goods and services as on our own as young adults. So um, I think that the, the pain point really is the data that helps you make a very educated business decision on what is right for your customer. And looking at order management and kind of how that might uh, connect with buy now, buy now, pay later solutions. Tell us a little about the intricacies there, uh, Vikas, and, and the role that radial can help play in, in helping to, again, solve some of those uh, potential challenges that might be out there. Yeah, I mean, Dave, frankly, captured this really well in, in terms of um, you know, why it's really gaining in traction. Um, and um, you know, I always... Um, when it first came came about, like everybody now talk about buy now, pay later, but a few years back when it was still relatively new, I used to ask a question to, to my team and my clients, like, haven't you been doing layaways all your, you know, forever? Is this any different than layaways? And um, 
in in some extent it is just an online version of layaways but to to dave's point just the amount of the way you actually bring in now a newer customer demographics um which you probably wouldn't have been able to do through the traditional kind of financial models that we have uh is is just just amazing how how this this has really picked up um, you know, when it comes to order management systems and how they interact, like I said, the payment processing is what it is. So whether you, whether it's buy now, pay later, whether it's Apple Pay, Google Pay, whether it's uh, credit debit card processing and so forth, fundamentals have not uh, changed. But because of the way it happens, because there is a, you know, another party, if you will, has been involved because it's payment in installments, if you will, it gets a little bit more complicated when it comes to returns and credits and so forth. So this is where uh, we have to work with really individual buy now, pay later provider in terms of how they want to go about managing this complications with credits and refunds and exchanges. Uh, but otherwise it tends to behave as just another payment process, processing um, method. And to your point earlier, Dave, this is, uh, and because I think you reiterated it, that you know many that are using these uh, types of payment solutions tend to be a younger customer that hasn't necessarily gained access to credit. Um, do you foresee uh, more and more consumers, particularly older demographics, uh, adopting solutions such as buy now, pay later at a greater rate? So this is Dave. I, I think it has to first come with, obviously with adoption, right? So it is, I, I even think about myself, early 40s, I, I typically want to use a rewards card. I want my points and I pay it off every month. Um, and so I, my, my aversion to debt is, is probably no different than a, than a, a younger person's. But uh, again, I, I think it really relates to what you start out with. So again, as credit card companies are less likely because of some regulation to offer credit cards to uh, you know younger people, um, you know just keep in mind that 20 years ago you could easily get a credit card on a college campus where they would set up shop. Uh, whereas today, that's that's not as seen as much if at all anymore. Um, whereas Klarna's, your afterpays, the firms, you know, you're, you're ready to go at, at age 18 and you get into these habits. Um, it, it's, it's easy. It's user friendly. Um, so that's where I think the, the younger generation is grabbing on to where uh, older generation. I mean, you, you'll have some of those that uh, are technically savvy uh, that want to give things a shot. But I, I think that they're comfortable with some of their behaviors now. Um, that's not to say that these these payment methods wouldn't be applicable to them. I just don't think you're going to see as high of an adoption as you would with a younger generation. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, um, which leads into a, a perfect final question I have for, for you, Vikas, and Dave as well. Uh, in terms of, uh, we've talked about kind of the connection between payments and order management Uh I'm interested if there's a anything that you would a common misconception about you know how order management so, systems operate uh, with payment processing uh, thoughts there of what you've heard from your experiences. Yeah, I'll go first. This is Vikas uh, here. Um, 
uh, well, the most common misconception is that the order management systems do not have to work with or operate with payment processing engines. You know, the uh, it's again, you know, what omni-channel as a methodology has brought to forefront is how disconnected we were, we still are in a lot of ways. So there is still, you know, um, probably an, uh, you know, audience that would say auto management system do not have to work with payment processing. Why? Because payment processing is an e-commerce systems job or payment processing is a point of sale systems job because you are physically there in the store and that point of sale system needs to be connected to, uh, to the payment terminal, to the eventual you know, payment processor. So the systems that are actually creating the transaction or creating the order are the ones that need to work with payment um, processors, not the quote unquote backend systems uh, uh, like an order management system. But the fact is, because of omni-channel, because of use cases like buy online, pick up in store, those traditional silos have to go away. We're still operating in this world of card not present versus card present as an example. And unless those uh, silos go away, order management-like systems manage those intricacies of putting things together, if you will, and hence, it's very important that your OMS application is working very closely with payment engines so that you're not still dealing in the silos of e-commerce versus point of sale versus customer service. Yeah, I would, I would add, this is Dave. Um, I totally agree uh, with the cost. The, the, you know, the beauty of Radial's offering is that it, it can and is built by components. So we definitely have a full offer. And we can offer that to our clients on a single piece of paper versus a, a multitude of vendors and contracts. But by actively listening to our, our prospects and even our current customers, um, you know, we can responsibly sell to them and help them make determinations regarding best fit for their business. Well, I think the two of you, Dave and, and Vikas, have done a really nice job of outlining um, radial solutions, particularly in the uh, order management and payment space. My final uh, quote or question rather would be um, if our audience wants to learn a little bit more, um, how can they uh, learn more about radial and its uh, solutions? Well, obviously you can start with the website, but frankly, we would just love to, to talk to you. We, we want to learn, we want to solve difficult problems. Uh, so reach out to us, anybody at Radial, or go to our website to contact us. We would love to, to just chat. Would agree. Uh, www.radial.com. Couldn't agree more with Vikas. Uh, we, we have a passionate team that, like he said, we love to solve complex problems uh, and challenges that uh, potential customers and clients face. Great. Well, I want to take this opportunity to thank Vikas Aran. Vice President Omnichannel Solutions at Radial, as well as Dave Rossler, Director of Payment Operations at Radial, for joining us on today's episode of Total Retail Tech Insights. Thank you, Dave, and thank you, Vikas. Thanks, Joe. Thank you, Joe. It was fun. Thank you. 
Thanks for listening. For more information on this podcast, please check out our podcast channel page at mytotalretail.com slash podcast for show notes. Tech Insights is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Make sure to subscribe on our podcast channel page as well. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a few moments to rate and review this podcast. Thanks, and until next time, this has been Total Retail Tech Insights.